Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International.
markets. Amen. Tell your neighbor we are in good times. Tell your neighbor we are in good times. Tell your neighbor this month is a special month. Amen. We have our sister Elfrida Kunyom who wants to share a testimony. Please put your hands together for her. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. My name is Elfrida Kunyom and first of all, I'd like to say a big thank you to God for giving us wonderful people like our daddy, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Bishop Eddie Fabian, Bishop Okobote, and Bishop Okomensa. Um, I, I remember coming here about a year ago for the Turning Point service, Hallelujah. and Bishop Eddie Fabian said, in a year today, in a year's time, some of you would have jobs. And I responded, but then I didn't really respond because I knew it would come, but then not in a year's time, because I'll still be doing my national service at that time, so maybe after the service. I've been doing my service for a year now, and some months ago, earlier this year, a lady approached me and told me to send her my CV. And I was wondering, because I don't know you, I don't know what job it is, so I found out from her, and she gave me the information. I sent her my CV, even though it was scanty. And I was called to write a test, then I, I went for the first interview. Now, there are two interviews, and the second interview, I missed it. So I called them, and the lady said she had resigned. The second lady, the second person said there was nothing they could do, so I gave up. And then some weeks ago, I was called again to come for the next interview. I went, and then I didn't go through anything. They just asked me a couple of questions and then told me I have to go and see the MD. I went to see the MD, and then he said, congratulations, you have a job. I was given the option to choose where I want to go and which departments I'm supposed to go to, and it's permanent as well. So I want to give thanks to the Lord for this amazing opportunity. Thank you very much. Oh, please put your hands together for the Lord. God still does miracles. Amen. Well, stand to your feet with me this afternoon. I can tell you he is anxious to preach. He is a beautiful preacher. I love it when he preaches. My pastor and your pastor, help me welcome Bishop Eddie Fabian. Every praise is to our every word of worship. Every word of worship with one accord. Every praise. Every praise. Every praise. together for Jesus every praise is to our God he has been good to us amen and we're so blessed to be here this beautiful Sunday morning I think the choir sang beautifully we want to put our hands together for the choir God bless you for that ministration and then lady pastor Nora and the drama team also thank you senior mess around hey I tell you, 
The Lord has been good. Amen. And we're so thankful to God. Hallelujah. We want to say a big thank you to everyone that we invited. Let's come, old school mates from Okes, Owas, uh, Opas, Pujos, Santa Clausians, uh, <laughs> Holy Child, uh, Absu, um, what are the schools? Across, across. Yes, yes, across, across. <laughs> Amen. And then um, MOBA, MOBA, MOBA in Fansipim. They don't usually go to church. Mercy. How many MOBA people are around so that they can see that they come to church? See, there are MOBA people here. Clap for the MOBA people. Amen. But you're all welcome. Whichever school you're coming from, you're all welcome to this beautiful old students' union. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. We are happy to have you. And we believe that God brought you here for a special reason. And may you not leave here without it. Amen. Well, before we take our seats, we want to take our memory verse for today. Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 2. Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 2. <laughs> Are you ready to take it? You know, be anything. You go if you do. You go if you do. Okay, let's take it together. Ready, go. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow unto it. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2. You need to take note of some of the things uh, when you read established, your mind will be on top of the mountain, but it says in the top of the mountain. And then all nations shall flow not into it, but unto it. So I'm sure we can get it. Let's do it again. Ready, go. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills. And all nations shall flow unto it. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2. Amen. Is it working? One more, one more time. One more time, okay. All right, let's do it again. Ready, go. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow unto it. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2. You go if you do. Ah, 
You know, be anything we go feed do. Charlie, take the thing off the screen. We go feed do one. How many things we go feed do one? Some of you are remembering your two, two and poor days. All right, let's do it together. Ready, go. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 2. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow unto it. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2. Hallelujah! Amen. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you so much this afternoon. We thank you for this beautiful prophecy of you establishing your church on top of the mountains. We thank you that in these last days you have established your church and we are on top and we are still moving higher. Lord, we pray that prophecy of nations flowing into our church will come to pass. May there be many souls that are saved, O oh God, because of the church. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for everyone that came to church today. My prayer is that let the discouraged be encouraged this morning. Let the fearful receive boldness again. Father, thank you that those who lack direction will receive direction in their lives. And those who are not saved shall also be saved. We bless you. Holy Spirit, have your way. Let your perfect will be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. We just have a few minutes. We just want to see what the Lord will do with us. Turn with me to Luke chapter 16. Luke chapter 15. And we're reading from verse 11. Luke chapter 15 and from verse 11. The Bible says that, and it said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father have bread enough to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. And I will say unto my father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. And I'm not worthy, no more worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion. And ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to his father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost 
and is found and they began to be merry. Let's read one more scripture in June, John chapter 15 and then we will finish. John chapter 15 verse 1. I am the true vine and my father is the husband man. Every branch in me that beareth no fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purged it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Verse 4. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot do bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Amen. So I'm going to use that scripture in John 15 verse 5 to be the title of my message. Without me, you can do nothing. Without me... You can do nothing. I'm preaching from Bishop's book, how, can, how You Can Preach Salvation. It's a new book yet to be launched. Amen. But right there, Jesus speaking to his disciples said to them, Without me, you can do nothing. Generally in life, there are a lot of things that you will find out that without it, you can't move further. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one time there was one of our pastors, he, he traveled abroad. And, um, you know, abroad you have to get a ticket to be on a bus or the tram or the train, whatever. But sometimes when you're on the train, nobody will come and ask you anything. So you easily think that you don't need to get it. So... He was abroad, I think in Switzerland or somewhere, for about six weeks. He was just boarding the train, tram, everything, free. Say, hey, Charlie, this place is a nice place. Oh. One time I was in Switzerland, I entered a shop. Nobody was there. I was with one of our pastors. We just went in, we bought something, he just paid, and then we moved. Nobody was there. Are you still something else? You was- you know, but this guy had been doing this for six weeks, and that fateful day, he went on the tram. He was there, and then the two policemen <laughs> started walking towards him. <laughs> and then they were asking, Yes, take it, take it. <laughs> and the guy said, No. Oh, nobody told me I should get the ticket. I don't need a ticket. I, I didn't get one. It's all, I've been here for six weeks. I, I, <laughs> you will keep quiet too. They said, hey, you come down, come. It was not easy for him. Oh. Hey. He had to pay. Eh? <laughs> they find him. It was not easy. And later they asked him for his passport. Yeah. And then they discovered some other things. Oh, it was not easy for him. Yeah. (laughs) So, one thing that you don't have 
can affect you in many ways. When you are traveling to another country, you don't have a visa. <laughs> one time we were going to Korea, we met one brother at the Dubai airport. He didn't have the visa for Korea. I don't know why he even came there. He wants to go to Korea. The, the people sat him. You can't just travel like that without a visa. You cannot go. You see, so in this life, we have things that without, there are certain things you cannot do. Now, Jesus also spoke to the disciples and he said to them, without me, you can do nothing. There is nothing you can do. You will think that you will be able to do it, but you cannot. And God did not create us to be independent beings. No. We were created to be dependent, especially on God. And so anybody who decides that you want to live your life away from God, you are prophesying your doom because you will not make it. You will not make it. The devil will lie to you and make you feel you can make it on your own. The devil will make you feel that, oh, everything will work well, especially when things are going on well for you and all that. Sometimes when you even hear about the word of God, it's like, oh, what are these people saying? We have better things to do. We know that things can work. We will not listen. And most times, people will not listen. Because they feel that they don't need God. But in Psalm 95 and verse 6, that's a beautiful scripture there. The Bible says that, come, let us bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our God, our maker. Verse 7, it says, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. Then he says that, and the sheep of his hand. He said, today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. He said, harden not your heart as in the day of provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Verse 9, he says that, when your fathers tempted me and proved me and saw my work, for 40 years long was I grieved with this generation and said, it is a people that do err in their heart. And they have not known my ways. So, we are the sheep of his pasture. We are the sheep of his hand. And so, sheep are expected to depend on the shepherd. You will not see sheep moving alone. Snakes are not like that. You will not see a man and 20 snakes are following him. You, you will even be, and be confused. You will be afraid. Yes, but you will see a man with about 20 sheep following him because sheep are made to be dependent on the shepherd. Without the shepherd, they cannot make it. And there are many people who are living their lives without the shepherd. A lot of people don't want God to be their shepherd. We don't want Jesus to be our shepherd. But he said, without me, you cannot do anything. It may look like you'll be able to do it, but you cannot. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 12, the Bible says that, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise. He said, 
having no hope and without God. <laughs> without God, there is no hope for you. I'm telling you. The Bible says that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Without God, you have no hope in this world. But a lot of people feel they can make it without God. And we move on thinking that we can make it. But your life without God does not suit you. Because that's not how God made you. God made you so that you would depend on him. So the Bible says that in Isaiah 53 verse 6, it says that all we like sheep, we have gone astray. Every man has gone his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Everybody has gone his own way, thinking that our own way will help us. When the devil approached Adam and Eve in the garden, he said to them, listen, you can live a life where you don't depend on God anymore. And he said to them, there's a tree in this garden which God says you shouldn't touch. Because he knows that when you eat of that tree, you will be like him. You will have the knowledge of good and evil. So eat it. And that was the beginning of our downfall. <laughs> you know, the devil will always make you feel that there is something that you are missing. You need to go for it. There is something out there. And that's what happened to the prodigal son. He was in his father's house, staying with the father. Everything was okay. And then one day he said to the father, Father, give me my portion of the goods. I am leaving. I am going. I want to go and blow time. I want to go and enjoy. I want to go out there. There is something good out there. Ladies and gentlemen, it is all a lie of the devil. He makes us feel there's something good there, but there's nothing good there. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end is the way of destruction. It looks good. It seems good. It seemeth good. But the Bible says that the end of it is destruction. There's destruction there, but he will not tell you. He will say it's a good life. It's a good life. Hey, we're living the good life. I remember many years ago, Club Beer, their slogan was, it's a good life. So people will be drinking the beer. It's a good life. And we're all drinking it. Because we want good life. That was not a good life. Beer is demons in solution. Soluble demons. You are drinking demons, but you don't even know. And it's beginning to have a, a, an effect on you that is driving you far away from the one you must depend on. We need God. But the enemy say, this one is good for you. We went for it. We were drinking Guinness. People will be advertising Guinness. They drink it. They think it's bitter. They drink the thing, they make their face. Uh, the thing is bitter. Power to you. Power to you. 
Hey. Yes, later they introduced some Michael Power. It's like if you drink Guinness, you'll be, you'll be chasing a helicopter and jump and catch it. These are all deceptions of the devil to make us feel there's something good in this thing. But I tell you, nothing good in there. Nothing good. That is why the Lord, when the Bible says that Paul went to a certain city in Athens, as he was preaching to them, he said to them, God in times past, he winked at your ignorance. He said, but now he's commanding all men to repent, to repent, to repent, to repent, to repent. Re means to do it again. Pent means to live at a higher place. You know when you go to a hotel, they have the penthouse. Yeah. So everybody, usually the presidents, the big people, they made them go to the pent. It's a higher level. So when the Bible says repent, what the Bible is saying is that relive a higher life that God had for you before you fell. God wants you to live the higher life. Hallelujah. And the first lady walks in. Please put your hands together. Auntie Mommy, you're welcome. We're so happy. Auntie Mommy, we miss you, Pa. Yes. After church, we'll continue. We love our first lady. Please put your hands together. So when God said, repent, what it means is that move from a lower level of living to a higher level of living. Hallelujah. That life that you thought was a good life, that life you thought it was full of power, whatever, it was a low life. Low life. I like that guy, what's his name? Lancaster. Langabel. You know him, there's a supporter, Olympic supporter. The people like interviewing him. He has some words he uses. But there's something he says. That the other day they were interviewing, they asked him about somebody. So that guy is a low-down popcorn. <laughs> I wonder how he came up with that low-down popcorn. You see, sometimes the life we are living, we think we are living a good life, but it is what? A low-down popcorn. What you call a good life is a low-down popcorn. Oh, Charlie, my colleagues are here, my friends. Absu guys, I see one here, people. Charlie, yes. And we will be fooling around. <laughs> Mess around. Now we're feeling good. For us, we thought that was a life. You go to town without exit. Jump the wall. It's like you have men that when you can say, you didn't go with an exit. Charlie, you are warp. Charlie, you warp. You will go and fool around, misbehave. Hey, one time we were there, we saw some people, they had made a bet. I don't know what the, the bet is that the guys, one guy said he can run from one end of the school to the other naked. Mess around. Mess around. 
It's the low-down popcorn. I said, what kind of thing is this? So we're there, we're here, and people shouting. And the guy was running, and his bolombolombs was just jumping, 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 jumping. Ah! And people were shouting. Foolishness. It's what? A low-down People will bring their father's car. There's something. Ah, chi chi. Hey! Chill, 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 chill. Foolishness. We thought that was it. That thing is a low life. Jesus said the thief comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. He said, but I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. I'm talking about a good life. A good life. You see, the devil gives us something, but it's a counterfeit of the real thing. So sometimes we think that we don't need God. But you get to a point to realize that you need God. You cannot make it without God. You cannot. You cannot. He said, without me, you can do nothing. Oh, we just continue fooling. We went to the university. Still fooling. When I arrived at the university, they said there's something called October Rush. And <laughs> you need to find a girl, because it's a rush hour. I remember somebody put me, said, let's go to Africa Hall. I said, hey, following, moving. But one day, just the beginning, you know, what is just, we were just fooling around. And then I went to visit my cousin, because we didn't know, we had just come first here, we were just walking out. My cousin in one of the halls, in this hall, I went to visit him. When I went, they said, oh, he was in the JS, JCR, so I can go there. When I got there, he was sitting there with two other guys. And they were drinking. Hey! Three guys with two bottles. Up to now, I don't remember what drink they were drinking. I don't know whether it was Guinness or beer or what it was. But they were sitting there, two bottles, three glasses in front of them. When I arrived, they said, oh, they should bring one more glass. So I sat down with them. And I don't know why they were just asking for two bottles. Just bring two more. Just <laughs> two. I don't know how many bottles we drank that day. Just two. Two times table. Two times table. Two, two, four. Two, one, two. Two, two, four. Satan. We drank. Hey. We're drinking. Low down popcorn. Then, at a point, I felt that, no, I want to go back to my hall. I was Katanga Hall. So, I got up to go. (laughs) Then, all of a sudden, I felt like running. (laughs) 
squad. Oh. But that's all I remember. <laughs> I ran. Oh, the next time I realized, oh, I was vomiting all over. You know, I, had, I think I went to my room and I came up, vomited all over the place. Oh, lying in the vomit. You call this one life. Low down. You see, you know, when I felt like running, you see, even in church, sometimes it's like you feel something. It's like the Holy Ghost anointing. The Bible says that the hand of the Lord was upon Elijah and he ran faster than Ahab's chariot. So you would think that it's the same thing, but it's not the same. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Because the effect of the Holy Ghost, you don't wake up in the morning with a hangover. You don't wake up with a headache. You don't wake up feeling like vomiting. You, don't, you wake up feeling high. It's a better life. It's a good life. It's a sweet life. And I love living this kind of life. It's a better life. I remember my roommate. Oh, Zuka. He's dead. But I remember we were all just fooling around. He was also into all sorts of things. I remember he said, when you meet him, I, when I got born again, I used to tell him, Charlie, you for be born again, oh. You know, he would say, oh, Charlie, you know what? Oh, Charlie, the church. Because we feel that church restricts us. And all that we don't get to do what we want to do. But it's a deception of the devil. I kept talking. And he's famous. They say anytime you meet him, Charlie, you don't know how to get Visa Lottery go America. That's his famous question. Anybody who meets him, Charlie, you don't know how I go get Visa Lottery go America. We kept talking. After school, it was still the same thing. One time I was driving around Osu. I saw him walking, limping, limping, limping. Hey, I said, what has happened to this guy? So I later got to know that he and his friend, they were traveling to Kumasi. He was the Kopi. And the friend was driving. They had a terrible accident. The friend died. And he escaped with this whatever. And he's still walking around looking for Visa Go America. You know, sometimes you see here, the thing, the devil will begin to push you into something you may not even know what is happening. But the long and short of it is that eventually he won the visa lottery. And he went to America. But it's sad to say that not long after that, we heard they were bringing his dead body. What happened? When he went abroad, he went to get some girlfriend, as usual. Because some girl over there went to collect money from the girl. You know, as they were telling me the story, I could picture because he was my roommate. I, 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 I knew him. And he, they said that the girl's mother, actually the money belonged to the girl's mother. So the mother was coming for her money. And when she came and she was asking for the money, the guy was just, oh, Charlie. You know, and the woman came with her boyfriend. The mother, she also had a boyfriend. <laughs> it's a family thing. No, America, you can't go and fool around there like that. Oh. 
The man took a gun from his pocket, just shot him. That was it. That was it. It's the same story. The enemy will lead you on a journey. There is something out there. Go for it. Go for it. So this young boy, he told his father, I am going. And the Bible says that he took his journey to a far country. People want to go far away because they don't want anybody to talk about them. They want to do their own thing. They want to do the things they want to do. So they go far away. They want to forget. They want to do all the bad things. So many things. Smoke. This. That. Hey. People used to smoke. It's like you, you are the main person. There was one cigarette called Tasker for Men. No filter. If you are a man, that's what you smoke. This boy went far away into smoking and doing all the things he wanted to do because he didn't want the father's influence. When you move away, you are saying, God, I don't need you. You go away from God to do all the things you want to do. And listen, as for God, he will not force you. God will not force you. He will allow you to do whatever you want to do. And people have been allowed to do. He said to, the man said to his son, go if you want to go. This is it. You can go. Take your portion and go. God would allow you do so many things. A lot of evil that is going on in this world. You would think that there's no God. But there's God. There's God. We are in a season. Romans eleven twenty two. Bible says that for you know the severity of God and you know the goodness of God. God has two sides. He has his goodness and he has his severe side. Now we are enjoying his goodness. He's just there. Bible says in the days of our ignorance, he's just winking as if he hasn't seen. But he has seen. And he's watching. He's watching. But now he's commanding all men to repent. But the Bible says that this boy ran into all sorts of things. Today, the world is just like that. People are doing their own thing without God. No hope for this world. Yeah. These days when people give birth, when you go to Europe, they will not record the gender of the child. No, they don't record. They leave it. They say the child must grow up to the age of 10. And the child himself will decide whether he wants to be a boy or a girl. Yeah, that's what it is now. Recently, I was in London. I went for a funeral, whatever. At the funeral, when we were there, the MC came to announce that the washroom is out there. When you go out, whoever you feel you are, then you, you, you go for Feel free and enter. It's bad, though. God is just as if he hasn't seen. But you see, <laughs> yes. When you continue on that journey without God, because sometimes when you're an architect, you're a pharmacist, you are this, you are that, it's like I can do it on my own. I don't need God. I can make it on my own. But that's a lie of the devil. You are actually on a journey to destruction, but you don't know. You are on a journey to hell, but you don't know. This boy moved on. Bible says he wasted his life. 
on riotous living. People are wasting their lives. Wasting their lives on all sorts of things. You wonder, young lady, how long are you going to continue wasting your life? Young man. Sometimes I even wonder, some of the schoolmates, I don't know whether your platform is like that, but there are some people on the platform, they never change. Have you seen something like that? We finished school long ago. Ah. See, they will put some pornography on the things. Ah, how long are you going to continue being this? How long? Charlie, it's time. Almost 50, you are still sending pornographic, whatever. You put something on the platform, you write something. Hey, everybody, close your eyes. I'm about to put something. It's a low-down popcorn. Mr. Boko. Eh, sorry. No, it's on my platform. I have my people here. They will tell you. My platform. Sometimes when I go on it, I, I don't go on it for a long time. Then when I go to see what is happening, you see, breast showing. This show. So I buy. I buy. And you see, it's the same people who keep posting those things. After all these years, Auntie Mami, how long are you going to continue wasting your life? And it's the same thing when we were in school. There were some people they would never learn running around, fooling. Mess around. You see them. They will not learn nothing. Right exam, they keep failing. Same, same, same. Wasting your life. Wasting your life. Yeah. That's the song you start singing. Wasted years, oh how foolish. Wasted years. All these years. One man, he died at the age of 96. When he was dying, he told the people, put on my tombstone, 94 year old. And they asked him why. He said, because I gave my life to Christ at the age of 92. I think my life started when I was 92. But all the other years were wasted years. Well, I don't know. But God will leave you. God will not force you. Yeah. If you are chasing a girl and a girl doesn't like you, what do you do? Yeah, I see some guys, you are chasing a girl. The girl says he doesn't love you. Then you are still following. If the girl doesn't love you, you move on. But God will leave you to move on. And you will be on a journey to destruction. Because without me, you can do nothing. You may be going on for some time. But after some time, you can do nothing. It's going to come to an end. Come to an end. For those of us schoolmates, we've been in school. We did things together. But it's about time. About time we turn to God. Because without him we can't do. We, we, we did some things then. The Bible says that those days God just winked at it. He was giving us an opportunity. I can count schoolmates who have passed on. They have died. Since we finished school. 
I'm just wondering how many of these people died in the Lord or they were far away from God. And this boy went far away. He wasted his life on righteous living. And the Bible says that it became so bad that nobody wanted to help him. Nobody will help you. At a point, nobody will help you. I remember there was one brother like that, a schoolmate. Things were going bad. Eventually, nobody wanted to help him. Yeah. Yeah. But the Bible says that the boy came to himself because his life went so low, low down popcorn. He was eating with pigs. It was that bad. He was eating with pigs. Then one day he stood up, he said, Ah, ah, what kind of life is this? I remember that day when my roommates cleaned me up and cleaned the place and all that. Hey, that day people came around. They wanted to catch me and went upon me. Katanga, you won't go free. Hey, where did they from one boy? When you come to first year, they call you from one boy. Where they from one boy, where they vomit, where they, make them bring them. So see a you. You won't go free. They will put you in the water. They will pond you there. They came looking for me. They said, it be that from one boy. Wait, come, he just, they booze around. Make you go bring them. <laughs> but the, my roommate never gave me up. He said, no, no, because he was in second year, I was in first year. He said, no. He would not give me up. But I just told myself, what kind of life is this? No, no, no. No, somebody pushed that, uh, one of the politicians, Abba, 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 bullshit me. Said, Minafu, Abba, bullshit me. So, I was looking at my life and I said, I'm a bullshitting. <laughs> what is this? I said, no. No. I remember I went to class. We went for lectures. The lecturer did not come. One of our coursemates, Pastor Kakari, very wonderful pastor. He's in Takradi now. Pastor's the church. He said he wants to share his quiet time. He said, okay. So we sat there because the lecturer was not coming. We were just come new people. We were just then, as he was sharing, I don't even remember what he was sharing. But he said, if anybody here wants to give his life to Christ, he should raise his hand. Now remember, my hand just went up like that. Yeah. A big lecture hall. There was another guy, Kofi. He also lifted up his hand. Just the two of us. We gave our lives to Christ. I'm wondering whether he knew what he was doing. That one day this person was going to become a bishop. Preaching the word of God to many people. But that was the beginning for me. And since then I haven't looked back. Because it's a better life. No more low-down popcorn. This is a better life for me. It's a pent life. And I came to God and I'm so happy in God. I've been serving God. It's been good. 
Recently, I met the other guy because I hadn't seen him since we finished school. I met him at a funeral. He said he's an elder at the Church of Pentecost. I said, wow. It's too powerful. But the young man said, I would say he came to himself. Many times we don't even know that we are not in our right minds. Yeah. The other day I saw my first passport. Joboko. My hair cut. I cut it into pieces. I'm bullshitting you. I looked at my hair. I said, no. This is a low down popcorn. Mommy, I don't even know why the thing was there. I said, this passport. Oh, I cut the thing to pieces. When I saw the haircut, I said, man, is this me? Like corned beef. It was on the head like that. No. Meanwhile, I felt good. I thought I was the main guy. Ah! No, 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 no. He was not in his right mind. But you will never know. You will never know. Yeah. Everything else can be working. But if your mind is not working, it's a waste of time. Yeah. You will see somebody. He's well built. He has the muscle. He has the legs to run 100 meters. Everything. He looks strong. Well built. But the mind it's not working. You would think this guy would do well. You go and put him there. Runners on your marks. He'll be there. Get set. Go. Then he'll say. <laughs> Where people are going. <laughs> because there's something not working here. You will not know until it happens to you. There's a song we used to sing. Somebody told me of the joy they have. And then they told me that in sorrows they could be glad. Oh, and then they told me once they were bound, but now set free. And I didn't think it could be till it happened to me. Hey, somebody told me, somebody told me of the joy they had. And then they told me, somebody told me. Sorrow. That in sorrow they could be glad. Oh, and then they told me once they were bound, but now set free. But I didn't think it could be. I didn't think it could be till it happened to me. Hey, now I can tell you. Now I can tell you of the joy 
tell you Now I can tell you That it's tomorrow I can be glad oh, Now I can tell you Once I was blind But now I'm set free You will never know it's true You never know that it's true Until it happens to you Hey You will never know it's true You never know that it's true in sorrow you can be happy you never believe that when there's no money in your pocket when you haven't drunk you haven't taken in some in tampi you can still be happy and you can still be high you can still rejoice in the lord you will never believe it until it happens to you you will never believe it you will never know it's true when people say there's joy in the lord hey what are you people talking about there's mission in the house of God. But you will never know till it happens to you. You will never know it's true. You never know that it's true. Till it happens to you. Bible said he came to himself. He said, no. I cannot continue living this way. I need to go. I need to go back home. Some of us need to come back home. You need to come back to the Lord. Come back to where it all began. A paint life, a high life, a better life. Repent, make a new turn and decide to go back to where you were originally. Go back to the shepherd. Go back to the one who watches over us and keeps us. Go back. He said, without me, you can do nothing. He said, without holiness, Hebrews 12, 14, no man shall see the Lord. He said, without faith, nobody can please me. You will try everything, but you cannot make it. You still need the Lord. I don't know how you're expecting to make it. Hell is a place you wouldn't want to go to. And God brought you here today so he can deliver you. Yeah. We need God. We need to surrender to him. I'm so glad I gave my life to Christ the time I did. I'm wondering where I'll be by now. Maybe I'll be having five girls with about 20 children. It's possible. Each capital city, I will have some there. And I'm grateful. You think that the things you have acquired will save you to not. Without him, you can do nothing. 
The Bible says that what shall it profit a man? Thank you. If he gains the whole world and loses his soul. You may have everything. But where is your soul going to? Are you going to heaven or hell? Hell is not the place you must go to. Place of wickedness. One professor, he said he didn't believe. He died, found himself in hell. He was an atheist. He didn't take God seriously. He went to hell. And he was fighting with the demons. Because he came out of his body. And he heard voices beckoning him. Come. <laughs> At the hospital, he came out of his body. And his wife was sitting there. And he had moved. And he heard voices calling him. Come. Because he was calling the people. Nobody was minding him. Because they couldn't hear him. He was dead. He followed the voices. He said, as he was going, as he was approaching, the place was getting hotter and hotter. Then he saw some creatures. No. What is this? At a point, he couldn't handle it again. He fell down. Then, he said he heard a voice saying he should pray. And it is to pray. What is he going to pray about? He didn't even know any prayer. So he started twinkle, twinkle, little star because he didn't know anything. And he said, God bless America. God, because these are the only things that he knew. But somehow God showed him grace. He came back alive. Say what? The thing is real. It's real. May we not die to go and get there and meet it. You see, there are some people, they think that the way they are, they can do the same thing in hell. There's <laughs> one guy, his, one, his father, he was witnessing to his father, one of our pastors, a gun man. So as he was talking to him that he has to give his life to Christ so he doesn't go to hell. You know how these guy people do it's like well well You are taking this thing to hell heaven to you are going to No, it doesn't work like that. The rich man in hell. He said, call Lazarus to bring me water. He thought he was still in heaven, on earth. They said, here yeah, we don't go up and down. There's no dropping from heaven to hell. Now we should bring you water. He was requesting for a drop of water. One drop. Hey, never seen anybody ask for a drop of water before. But there's a place when you go there. Even one drop of water is luxury if you can have it. I don't think God created such a place for us. God wants you to be in a better place. Don't die and go to hell. May we make it to heaven. I pray that today, as you have made your way here and you have this opportunity, may you not let this opportunity pass by. May you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior.
Stand to your feet. Into my life, into my heart, come into my heart, Lord Jesus, come in today, come in to stay. Come to my heart, Lord Jesus. Into my heart, into my heart. Into my heart. Come into my heart. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Lift up your voice and talk to God right now. Talk to Him. Oh, yes, without me, you can do nothing. Without Him, your life will be meaningless. You need Him. You need Him in your heart. You need Him in your life. You need Him today. Pray. Talk to God. Pray. Ask for God's help, God's grace. Oh, yes. He said in the days of our ignorance he winked out. But in these times now he's commanded all men. It's a command to repent. It's a command. It's a command. Not a suggestion. It's a command to repent, to change. Something must change. Something must change. Come in, Lord. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your help for your people today. We bless you. Today, with every head bowed, with host, maybe somebody invited you, an old student, or a friend, somebody invited you. But as I was preaching, you just could identify, could tell that this life means nothing without God. And you need God in your life. It feels like there's something is missing. That missing thing is Christ Jesus. And today he's here. He wants to come into your heart. He wants to make you a new person. He wants to start all over again with you. Today you can make that change. When that boy came to himself. Today many of us are coming to ourselves. We need the Lord. You have made that journey to come here. Why not finish it up by giving your life to him? Today, every head bowed, all eyes closed. You want to surrender your life to Jesus? You want to be born again wherever you are? Just lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. 
You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. God bless you. I see your hands. Let it go up. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Let it go up above your head. Today is a good day to give your life to Christ. God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. So many hands lifted all over the place, at the back, at the side, over there. God bless you. Let it go up. Don't be shy. Oh, yes. Don't be shy. Today is a good day to give your life to Christ. God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, I need you to do one more thing for me. Just move out of your seat. Come to me in front here. Come. Move out of your seat and come. Come all the way. Come all the way. Keep clapping for them as they come. Come to Jesus. Come all the way. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come all the way. Come all the way. Keep clapping. I did this over 30 years ago. I've never regretted it. Do it too. Come. Grab for them as they come. Many people are coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Are you coming? Every head bowed. Hallelujah. Listen. Some of us, we may have prayed this prayer before, giving our lives to Christ. But you have not lived the way you should live as a Christian. And you know it. You know it. Today, every head bowed, if you are here like that, you know that I say I'm a Christian, but I'm not too sure. If you're here like that, lift up your hand. God bless you. God bless you. Let it go up. God bless you at the back there. God bless you. You have given your life to God, but you are not living. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, can you also come? Come. Come. Come from the back. Come from the side. Come. Come. Those of you in front here, taking a very important step, I'm going to pray with you and lead you to give your life to Jesus. I want you to lift up your two hands, surrender, and we're going to pray together. Just pray with me. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person please write my name in the Lamb's book of life from today I will serve you I will follow you for the rest of my days say Satan from today I will no longer follow you 
I belong to Jesus. And I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving me. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. God bless you. God is going to use many of you here. I see pastors and bishops and great men and women of God here. Amen. God bless you. See a pastor waving his hand. He's going to talk to you, share with you, give you a book. It's going to help you to serve God. Okay. Please follow him this way. Wow. Oh, show some love. Show some love. Hallelujah. Today, just before we take our seats, if in case you are here, you're struggling with a particular sin, it's difficult. You want to come out of it. It's really affecting your Christian life. If you are there like that, just come to the front. Just want to pray with you. There's something that is a struggle. Just come. Just come. Just come. Today is just ministration and I just feel we should just pray for you. Come. Come. God wants to deliver you. God wants to set you free. Come. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. From today, it is over. There is a power that breaks chains. Today, any power that is holding on to you, we break that power in the name of Jesus. God is helping you to live a higher life. Pastors, help me. Let's pray. There is, there is power, power in the name of Jesus. Father, we Chains that are broken in these lives. In the name, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Set the captives free, Lord. There in Jesus' name. Let us pray for them. Thank you, Lord. Be free. Be set free. Be set free. Break every Jesus. Chain. Yes. Break every chain. Yes. Break every chain. We break that chain.
for freedom in Jesus name amen put your hands together for Jesus hallelujah we believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh Lighthouse Chapel International for further inquiries please call 030-7010-444 that's 030-7010-444 God richly bless you